Welcome to Spark, Careers in Agribusiness, where we meet the most accomplished leaders in agribusiness today. Learn how each of the women and men featured has built leadership into their life's work and what advice they have for young people just beginning their careers. Your host for Spark is Sarah Stever, President at Paulson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Spark. Today, we're going to explore a career path that's going to be new for us at Spark, which makes this really, really interesting. Marianne Smukowski is with us, and she is the Safety Applications Coordinator at Wisconsin Center for Dairy Research. So her background is in food science, which is a career that is currently in very, very high demand. So this is going to be fascinating. So Marianne, let's start out by telling our audience what your current role is like. Okay, my current role is, I have a number of things that I do at the Center for Dairy Research. I coordinate the food safety applications program, which means you could go out and do plant visits. You could do some troubleshooting over the phone. You may work with others to solve a problem. In addition to that, I coordinate the Master Cheesemaker program here in Wisconsin. So I'm involved with all the cheesemakers here who are getting certified in special cheeses to become a master cheesemaker. And then I dabble in butter, manufacturing, and things like that. So anything that pretty much isn't related to cheese cheese, I am working with. But my major area of focus is food safety. So let's uh, tell our audience how you got to this uh, point in your career. What was your, your early life like and how did you get here? Well, that's a good story. Um, I came to the University of Wisconsin in Madison, and I originally was going to be a chemical engineer. I'm like, eh, I don't like all these classes with engineering. So I switched majors to food science, and I graduated with a degree uh, in chemistry, which which is related to food science. So then my career started out with the USDA dairy division being an inspector and supervisor. And then I was asked to come work for Land O'Lakes, um, a major butter manufacturer here in the United States, work with them in quality control, corporate quality control. And then, you know, how life changes. So then um, there was an opening here back in my alma mater at the Center for Dairy Research. And it started out with a food safety plan project. It was a three-year project. And after the three-year project, it ended the past director said, Marianne, based on all your background, I, I want to create an applications program in the area of food, sci- food safety, sorry, not food science, food safety that um, you can work with here in the state of Wisconsin. So I started from scratch creating that program and about 20 odd years later, I'm still doing it and it's still working and still helping the dairy industry of Wisconsin. Wow. So you actually, so you worked for the government, you worked in private industry, and then would you consider um, the Center for Dairy Research to be more like an organization or is it considered a private company? It's considered academic. Academic. Okay. So you worked in three really different fields or different uh, verticals. So kind of talk a little bit about the difference between those three. Well, you know, I'm glad I worked in all three because it gave me a different perspective of how each one works. So working for regulatory, it really gave me an opportunity to understand what the regulations are to work with food products. So that was good. And then when I switched to work for Atlanta Lakes, which was a private industry, 
I was able to learn how things happen in private industry, which is a little different than working with the regulations. So you got to work and see how that ended up. And then working in academics, you have to find, figure out how the academic world works, which is a lot different than private industry and regulations. But it made me a well-rounded person and it gave me an opportunity to to really help people and understand people because the bottom line was still making a safe and wholesome product. Right. So there, there was your common thread between all of them. Yes. So can you talk about um, the switch? You know, you ended up having most of your career at the center for dairy research. Can you talk about, was there a pivotal event that had you switch over to work there or was there any other pivotal events in your life? Well, the reason I switched to the Center for Dairy Research and came back to Madison, um, I got married and uh, settled in Madison, and that's kind of what did it. So that was kind of the, probably the pivotal moment in my career. But I mean, all the every job I had was very good. It was very interesting. Had some good mentors. Um, it, I just went with what I had and what was available for me at that time. So I think, you know, working first with regulations and then I pivot into working in private industry, gave me a different perspective, how things are done. And then, you know, you get married and then you pivot and you got to work for academics and you got to see how the world of academics are. I wasn't really in per se academics. I was more application side of things. So it gave me a, a, a different perspective on that. But again, it gave me, an opportunity to be well-rounded to help the dairy industry here in Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, I think that you're, you know, what kind of brought you back is something that happens to a lot of people. You know, a lot of times it's a a marriage or a a life event like that, that can have a big change for your career. So um, that's interesting. Very interesting. So who, who would you say over, you know, the last few decades has been most important in your development? Well, it really started when I was in high school. I had a fantastic chemistry teacher who was female, and uh, she really made me feel like, you know, you could do anything in science. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. You can, you can do well in, in chemistry, and I really had a passion for chemistry. So she kind of really guided me into uh to work in the science side and the chemistry side of things. So that was good. So, you know, it was a really good, she was my mentor and, you know, really encouraged me along the way. And then, you know, when I worked for uh, the government or did regulations, I had a really good supervisor who uh, took me under his wing. He took this kid from Milwaukee and taught her how to work with dairy products and how to inspect and, and make sure they're, they're following the rules and regulations in a particular plan. And then, you know, you, I switched to Land Lakes and then I had my supervisor who uh, really encouraged me to um, do things and help people. And, you know, he, he actually, you know, anything I said or did, he honored it, he respected it, and he encouraged it to do better. So, and then when I switched gears again to uh, finally at the Center for Dairy Research, my old professor was there. And um, he was, back then, he was my professor, he was my mentor, but now he's my um, friend and colleague. And um, so it really helped to have those folks in my life to 
guide my career. Yeah, that's nice that you were able to bring that back around and then have that person end up as a friend. That's that's a wonderful way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk maybe about an obstacle that you overcome. Did you have any bumps along the way? I don't know if there were any bumps or serious bumps, you know, but I always felt I had to prove myself and, and try harder because back then it was hard for women to be in authority and to be a supervisor and things like that. So I think, you know, it was a whole different mindset back then when I was doing this. But if you did your work and you help them, they respect you later and they will always, and I, to this day, I still have friends in the government. I still have friends in Atlanta Lakes. So if you, you know, if you do your job, you do it well, it should be fine. But you, a lot of people don't always have that. So, but I was so fortunate. When you were um, making those choices back in school, back in college, how many women were actually in that same program with you? You know, it was, you know, I remember having 100 students or 100 colleagues or 100 people in my graduating class. I'd probably say there was maybe 10 to 20 percent. So it it was a lot different back then. So what are you seeing now? Do you see that? I see more of an equal. Yeah, I see more equal 50-50 in that. And I think that's great. I, you know, I think anybody can do math and science. Anybody can do that career. So, and if you're good at it and you like it, you should do it. Well, I might argue with you about anybody can do math and science, but (laughs) (laughs) not everybody's really good at it. Let's put it that way or has a passion for it. Well, yeah, but it doesn't matter if you're male or female. I mean, you can I can find I can probably name some males who aren't good in math either. But I mean, for sure, if you find a career and you're passionate about it, I think you should do it regardless. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you talked about the mentors that you had along the way. Have you ever been a mentor for anyone else? Um, you know, when I was a supervisor with um, the government, I tried to mentor all the folks I supervised, you know, and they knew they could depend on me. If they called up and had a problem or a situation, they knew I would back them. So, I, you know, I helped them and guide them that way. Um, here at the center, um, we all we have a lot of students coming through. So anybody who was who was had a lot of questions about food safety or had questions about you know manufacturing of dairy products, I would they would always come to me and ask me for help, and I would always help them because um, I think that's good that you have a role model or a mentor that can do that for you. I'm currently um, training my replacement because I'm soon to retire, so he's like a sponge and he's like taking in everything he can because he knows um, once I leave, he may not have that opportunity to talk to me. So he's like gathering all the information he can. So if you have the opportunity to mentor someone, that's great because we need to keep the workforce going and we need to keep everybody, you know, we want to keep the same level that we had in the past for helping others. So. Right. Right. I think our safe food supply is something we kind of take for granted just because it's so reliable. So what's your advice for young people just starting out in their careers? What are you, when you're mentoring, what are you helping, helping with? 
Well, when I'm mentoring, I'm trying to show them, you know, if there's a particular situation, you may want to think about this or do that. Don't just assume and jump into it. You know, really think about it, really research it out. And, you know, if you don't know the answer, admit that you don't know the answer, but you're willing to go out and find an answer or search for an answer or ask others for help. So don't think you know it all because you're not going to know it all. But, you know, admit and own it that you don't know it, but you're willing to find out and try to help them. Because we don't know everything. Right. I think even, and I, I can say I'm well into my career also. And I, man, I feel like I learn something new every day. And I learn from people of, in all phases of their career too. So you're right. You should just own up to it. And <laughs> exactly. And yep. Yeah. You would have more yeah. respect. You have more respect from others when you do that. Because when you try to give an answer and it's not correct, they're not going to come back to you. Yep. Then you just end up looking like an idiot and that's, you know, and then and that's not good either. <laughs> that's not good either. Cause you don't want that reputation. No. So in looking uh, towards the future, what's one thing that um, if you could, you would influence. Um, you know, that's a good question. With the situation we currently have now with COVID, I would really make sure that you got to be prepared for anything that may come up. I mean, we've had disaster plans in place and all those, you know, like a tornado or a fire, but we didn't really have a pandemic situation come up. So I think you got to, if a situation arises similar to that, I'm not saying again, but, you know, what tools do you have in place to help you get you through this time? You know, because people are depending on, especially now with safe and good, healthy food, we need to make sure the manufacturers are putting that out. So what do you have in place and how do you train all your folks that are working in your particular company to make them understand, you know, we still got to do our job. We still need to put out a good and wholesome product during these, you know, unusual times. So, you know, be prepared. What can you do? Ask for help, ask for resources. You know, I was in the beginning when all this started with the pandemic, we started writing up standard operating procedures for manufacturers, <clears throat> excuse me, that could we could help them, you know, get through and, and, and put out products for folks. And there was a pivot there, too. I mean, in manufacturers, you know, people weren't um, buying, you know, in retail and restaurants and things like that. So they had a pivot and put out more consumer sized packages of products because people were staying at home and they needed access to get that. So there was, there was a pivot there. So you got to be able to adapt when anything may happen to you. Yep. I think that's great. <laughs> that's great advice. And that's so true because none of us foresaw what was happening here. And I think the, the entities that are surviving and thriving right now are the ones that did adapt and did pivot and, and paid attention you know, to what was happening. Um, yeah, you can't plan for everything. That's for sure. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So you're getting ready. You're, you know, if you're already training your replacement, we know you're kind of looking back at your career. When you do get to the point when you stepped aside, what do you think, uh, what do you think people will say about you and your career, Marianne? Um, I think, and this is, I'm kind of biased, but um, I think they're going to say she had a pretty darn good career. She was well-respected 
And she had unbending integrity. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So my last question for you, Marianne, is yes. what is a question that no one asks you that you've got a great answer to? That's a hard question um, to think about that. Um, you know, I guess my question would be, would you have done things different? Would you have still gone into the career you did in food science or, you know, food chemistry? And, you know, thinking about my career and how things were. Yeah, you know, I think I, I did. So I guess my answer to them is if you know and you know your passion and you know what you want to do, go with it, run with it. Um, and if you're going to change it because it didn't excite you or didn't make you feel good, then change. But, you know, go with your passion, go with your heart and do do your best in that particular role. Yeah, I think that's great advice just in life in general. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, thank you, Marianne. This has been wonderful. Thanks for encapsulating everything. Um, and I, th I can tell that you're used to mentoring because your advice is just really practical and sound. And I, I hope our audience gets a lot out of this. Um, and for especially for everyone who's venturing into food science now, thanks for pioneering the way for a lot of, a lot of young women. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You bet. So that wraps up this episode of Spark, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode. Thank you again, Marianne. You're welcome. That's Spark for today. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll tune in for the next episode. To learn more about Paulson, please visit paulson.ag. That's P-A-U-L-S-E-N dot A-G.